Yo, people, it is Wednesday, which means we are looking ahead on today's chin check. So, we've got the big Halloween card Uriah Hall against Anderson Silver in what has now been confirmed his last fight. So we are gonna look ahead to that card, people. So sit back and let's get into it. Okay, people, so the UFC is back in Vegas at the weekend. We've got 12 fights and um yo we have some fun fucking fights so uh yeah let's take a look at this last card for October you know we are starting off in the uh oh what is this this is the bantamweight division so it's Miles Johns against Kevin Nativad and um you know it's a fair kind of fight they both they pretty much got an identical record really uh so Chapo you know he's um he's coming off a loss he's 10 and 1 um so in his second fight in the UFC, Johns lost to Mario Bestista. Uh, it was a first round uh, flying knee. No, second round flying knee. He won his debut against Cole Smith. So Cole Smith was in September last year. And um, the Batista fight was February this year. Uh, so Johns came to the UFC via the Contender Series. Um, you know he'd been doing his thing in LFA before that, so yeah, having a good old career over there. Um, he's got you know a few stoppages on the record, so there's a, a f- you know two three um, TKOs. Um, couple of submissions, yeah, triangle, you know, guillotine, uh, so he is going up against, though, quicksand, and Nivadad, he's 9-1, and on a five-fight win streak, so like Johns, he came to the UFC via uh, LFA, but um he yeah he he um ah, well you know what this is actually his debut it's weird i thought he'd already fought but um okay no he had a fight with brian barbarina no brian kelleher even uh scheduled and that got cancelled yeah someone got covid i believe Okay, yes, that's what happened. So, yeah, this will be his UFC debut. Now, 
he's, you know, a bit, basically the same as John's, you know, he's got a, a, a few TKOs, right, um, like, four TKOs, five TKOs, and a submission, Okay, so yeah, they they do have very similar records. Um, now, hmm, now this is interesting. So Nivadad's last fight was July this year. So um, yeah, he he's fought more recently than uh, John's. Whew, oh my days. It's really a pick'em, to be honest with you. It's really a pick'em. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say um, Nivadad, just because he fought in July, and so he's fought under the you know what I mean no uh, no the people in the arena situation. So uh, yeah. I'm going to say that, it, it, you know, he won't be thrown by fighting in the Apex. Though, you know, Johns did fight in the Apex for uh, the Contender Series. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, let's say um, Nivadad for the win. Alright, so, that, people, uh, takes us to our next bout... Which is a fight between um, Priscilla Cacharera and Courtney Casey in the women's flyweight division. Okay, so um, let's take a look at this one, shall we? Ha! Ah, so Zombie Girl, you know she's nine and three, and coming off a win in her last bout. Which was, ooh, yeah, Shayna Dobson. So she uh, hit an uppercut in the first round, just like, boom, straight away, you know, which was definitely a much needed win, but she'd been on a free fight losing streak, you know, eh? So, uh, yeah, that was definitely, ooh. Much needed now, boy. That fight was in um yeah February. Didn't realize it was that long ago, but yeah okay. So before uh, coming to UFC, you know she got a you know like three TKOs outside. So uh, yeah. Three TKOs that, mm, yeah, no submissions, but just the TKOs. All right, so she is going up against Cast Iron, who is nine and eight. She's coming off a loss, which was, uh, oh, yeah, it was the fight against Gillian Robertson, where she got caught with a rear naked in the third round. That was a good fight. So that was in June. Man, that was a good fight. But and before that, 
she beat Maria Barella. You know, she got an armbar in the first. So that was May. And before that, she lost to Cynthia Calvillo. Um, yeah. Which was, a, a, you know, that was a good win for Calvillo. But when you look at the record, you know, I mean, Casey has fought just top level competition. You know, so uh, as well as Robertson, Cavillo, she fought Angela Hill, Michelle Walderson, Felice Herring, Jessica Aglier, Claudia Gadea, Randa Marcos. You know what I mean? Just Joanna Calderwood. She's fought top flight people. Pearl Gonzalez, like early on in the career. You know what I mean? Which is, um, yeah, that's a little crazy. You know, so, hey, man, that was their, um, ooh. I don't know, that was early, man. That was real early. But, hey, you know what I mean? So she, she's done it. So she's got submissions. You know, she's gone the distance. She's got some TKOs. I think Casey just brings a bit too much to this fight. And um, she's also got submissions, right? And Cachoeira doesn't. So I'm saying that Casey, she's going to come back to the win division with uh, this one. All right. So uh, then, people, we uh, we jump to the men's lightweight, no, light heavyweight division. So we got Dustin Jacoby against Justin Ledette. So uh, yeah, this will be this will be a fun one, right? So um, Jacoby is twelve and five. He is coming off a couple of wins, right? So um, you know, I think those that know will. Well, I mean, this is actually Jacoby's second inning in the UFC. Right, he had two fights uh, way back in the day, right? 2011 was his first, UFC 137, Pen V. Diaz. And then the first of, um, yeah, January 2012, right? Second Fox card, UFC on Fox 2. So, um, yeah, he, he's been there, man. So, he had those two fights, lost to Clifford Starks and then Chris Camozzi. So, he left the UFC. But then he got into kickboxing. And he, he was fighting in glory, you know. So, yeah, he was in glory, doing his thing over there. Fighting a lot of a top competition. Went, had a, you know, a couple of fights in Bellator, back to glory, and just, whew, killed it, 
went on a, a real big streak. Hey, he fought Carl Robeson over in glory. Got the win over him there. So, yeah, he fought top competition. Um, made his way back to uh, MMA. Fought in the Contender Series, you know, in August. Got the win over Ty Flores. And, uh, yeah, he has made it back. God damn, eight years. Eight years since his exit. So, yeah, he's going up against Justin Ledette. Now, <coughs> he... um. Yeah, he's seen it all, right? So, definitely good stand-up, good kicks. Uh, he's got a lot of stoppages on the record, you know what I mean? Which is always a, uh, yeah, always a good look, right? Um, no submissions that I can see, but yeah. I mean, he's going up against Ledette and El Blanco, you know, who's a nine and three, won no contest. He's he's coming off a bit of a a bad streak, right? So um, his last fight was in January against Aleska Camor. He lost a. Uh, Unanimous decision in that one. That was on UFC 246, McGregor v. Cerrone. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at his record, like, he's fought some good people. You know, he fought Rakic, he fought Johnny Walker. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's had some decent fights. Mark Godber, he got a rear naked choke on, which is, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, you know, he's he does have some submissions, which is actually interesting. I did, I didn't, um, I thought he was just a straight stand up dude. Uh, so yeah, the submissions definitely make it a bit more interesting. But I think Jacoby, I think his stand-up's going to be a bit too much, you know. And also, he is coming in with, man, just that re-energised energy, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think Jacoby will, uh, I think, yeah, I think Jacoby's going to take the win. All right, so that, people... Takes us to the welterweight division. We got Jason Witt against Cole Williams, which um, yeah, an interesting encounter, people. All right, so the Vanilla Gorilla, which was always an interesting one, is that was Chase Sherman's name. I believe, I might be wrong, but yeah, I do think that's what uh, Sherman was calling himself. So he's 17 and 6, coming off a loss, uh, which was to 
Tasheshi Sato in June, right? Um, the oosh first round, um, a ground and pound affair. That was his UFC debut. So now the jitters are out the way. All of that. Uh, you know, I mean, looking at the record, he's got some TK. You know, some TKOs. He's got some. Uh, Submissions as well Right Probably more submissions Than TKOs To You know To break it down uh, So he is going up Against Williams Who is 11 and 2 He's also coming off A loss And also in his UFC debut and that was against Claudio Silva, who, you know, we saw go against uh, James Krause recently. Um, that fight, though, was, oh, he's been out for over a year. You know, that was in August of last year. So, yeah, it's been a while for Williams. Um you know, he's got, um, yeah, again, they've got pretty similar records. You know, he's, he does have a flying arm bar, which is always a fun submission. Um, and a couple of TKOs, right? Uh, yeah, I think, I think maybe Wit takes this one. You know, and, you know, he did fight in August, and Williams has been out for a while. So, hey, there might be a little ring rust. So, yeah, I'm going to say um, Wit goes for the win. So, then we jump up to the middleweight division. We got Sean Strickland against Jack Marshman. So yeah, this is this is a fun one. All right, so Tarzan, he's twenty and three. Yeah, you know he's had his fair share of scraps, but he has been out for a while, right? So um, yeah, he his last fight was against Nordin Taleb, and that was, who, well yeah, it's been nearly a year. You know, that was um, the 27th of October, 2018. So, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, you know, he has been in the UFC for, um, yeah, a bit of time. You know, made his debut against Bubba McDaniels in March 2014. So, yeah. Has been, uh, yeah, has been a little while, right? So, you know, he's got some submissions, some TKOs, right? But he is going against the hammer, you know, who's also, yeah, uh, had his fair share of scraps. He's 23 and 9, but, uh, He's coming off a loss as well. That was against Edmund Shabazian. Right? So that 
That was July last year. So, yeah, they've both been out for a while. Hmm. It's interesting. Like, I, I, in my head, I'd say, I thought we'd seen Marshman this year. So, hmm. Now, looking at the record. Um... Yeah, you know, he's got stoppages, he's got some uh, submissions. A little while ago, though, right? It's It's been a little while since he's, um, yeah, been able to pull anything off. I'm going to say Strickland. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Strickland will get it done, because... Yeah, they've both been out for a while, you know, but kind of looking at the records and everything like that, Strickland, he's just got a bit more, yeah, just a little bit more, it would seem, but, people, that then uh, takes us to another bantamweight clash, we've got Adrian Yanez, Against Victor Rodriguez. Now, Yanez, he's 11 and 3 on a four fight win streak, which was a huge, huge contender series victory. Uh, first round, just mad quick, which was like, yeah, very impressive. It was a real impressive. Um, Win, you know, uh, yeah, you know, he's got a um, a few early stoppages, you know, first round, second round, um, yeah, you know, he's got submissions as well, right? So, hey, I think that's always interesting. Now, he's going up against a vicious. Old Vicious Rodriguez, who's seven and two, and also on a four-fight win streak. Okay, this will be his UFC debut as well, right? So, um, yeah, you know those four wins were all stoppages. Hmm. Definitely an interesting situation. I think, though, I think Yanez will get the win. There's ain't the, the the difference between them is the submissions, and um, Yanez has got those. So yeah, I'm gonna say that he is able to get it done. But, uh, you know, it will be a fun one. So that takes us to our main event of the prelims. We got Alexander Hernandez against Chris Grouchmacher. So, okay, so, um, you know, Grits, he is 14 and 3, coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Cho Lozan. Um, but yeah, uh, that was a long ass time ago, because it was against Joe Lozan, 
and we know he's I bet Joe has retired, I believe. Right? So that fight was UFC 223 International Fight Week. No, not International Fight Week. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I thought Khabib Alakaya Quinta was International Fight Week for some reason. But, uh, yeah, it was back then. Right? So, um, hmm. So, looking at the old record, right? So, he came to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. Um, losing to Artem Lobelb. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he missed out on the finals. <coughs> um, you know, he's got a few TKOs early in the career. Hmm, okay, but, uh, you know, he is going in there against the great, who is 11 and 3, he's coming off a loss in his last fight, which was uh, Drew Dober, but Dober looked, oh, Dober looked phenomenal in that fight, right, that was, um, that was in May, Okay, so, um, you know, we've seen Hernandez look very good, right? Got a, a nice win over Francisco Trinaldo. Looked very good against Olivia Albana Mercier. Benil Dayush, that was a real quick. And that was his UFC debut. Uh, so, um, Hernandez has got a lot of talent. You know, submissions, ground and pound. I think he's going to be a bit too much. And also, I mean, the big thing with this is fight frequency. You know, and we haven't seen uh, Mocker for a while. So I think he, you know, might have a little rune rust coming into things. But should be a good clash to, um, you know, see us into the main card, people. So, yeah, fun times. Okay, so the main card starts with... Oh, this is a fun one, people. We've got a lightweight clash between Tiago Maes and Bobby King Green. Damn, this is going to be fun. Okay, so Maese, he is a 13-4, coming off a win in the last fight, which was, it was the ankle lock on Michael Johnson in the second round, which, uh, yeah, that was, oh, that was, uh, man, tough fight for Johnson, real tough fight for Johnson, um, you know, Maese, he's, he's, you know, he's talented, Right, his previous UFC fights have all gone to the decision. Right, um, he did come to UFC via the contender series where he had a huge head kick win. Right, before that, he was in uh, the LFA. 
right? So he's got submissions, you know, like until the Johnson one, they were, you know, a few fights back. Last one in the LFA, all right? Last fight in the LFA, he got a guillotine choke. Um, but yeah, you know, he's um, a tough dude. But, but, he's going up against the king, son. So, Green, he's 27-10-1 on a three-fight win streak. And, oh, god damn. You know, Green, he, look, he had some bad luck, right? You know, because there was the Dracar close fight, then the Francisco Trinaldo fight, that kind of, uh, both really... Were wins for Green. I kind of felt. But yeah. He came back hard. Pulling off wins over Clay Guida. Lando Venata. And Alan Patrick. And he looked. Just pretty damn good. In all of those fights. They were all straight up wins. You know what I mean. Like you wouldn't go. Oh that was real close. No. King killed it in all of those fights. And, um, so yeah, this one's an, it's interesting because if you remember, Michael Johnson was winning, clearly winning the stand-up in his fight with Mice. Now, he got taken down in the second, which led to the ankle submission, but people, Bobby Green, his takedown defense is very good. You know, so, um, yeah, I think that Bobby comes out of 2020 on a, a four-fight win streak. You know what I mean? I'm going to take Bobby Green because, yeah, that's how I roll, baby. We then um, jump into a heavyweight clash between Greg Hardy and a Morris Green. So we got the Prince of War. He's at six and two, coming off a win in the last fight, which was um, yeah, Jorgen de Castro, and um, you know that fight was at UFC two forty nine, uh, back in May, and uh, yeah, if we remember, Castro had a really good first round, but then yeah, Hardy came back. Now, Castro didn't really do anything in the next two, but still, Hardy came back, right? And he didn't do badly against Volkov, right, in that fight. So, I, we've definitely seen a learning curve from Hardy, right? Now, the crochet boss, he's nine and four. Right, coming off a win as well, which was against Jan Valente. Uh, so that was back in June. Now, this is a weird one because, right, it, it says he won via a choke. No, I mean, he really won that fight because Valente was aghast, right? Which, yeah, it was a messy, a messy fight. And that fight, Green was just so fucking tired, 
so tired. But this is the thing. Greg Hardy, he's got a good gas tank on him. Right? We, we've seen him still fresh in that third round. So, I think this is the thing. Like, Green in the past has used his athleticism, you know, to get wins. But, I think Hardy's just as athletic, you know. So, that I think Green was an ex-NFL player as well. So, you know what I mean? He's not going to be able to use that. And the fact that Hardy... He he's still fresh in the third, so he's still got that power, right? He's still throwing those bows, and I think that is what's gonna win him the fight here. I think he's gonna have a bit too much, and um, yeah, he's not gonna fade. So yeah, I'm gonna say Hardy for the win here, baby. Hardy for the win. Right, so that then, people, takes us, oh, another interesting one. So we've got a middleweight clash, Makhmad Muradov against Kevin Holland, right? Who um, wasn't expecting to see this, um, yeah, this early. But not a bad thing, so Mac. He is a 24 and 6, and he's on a 13 fight winning streak. Right, so uh, he he won his previous two UFC bouts, which was Alessio De Shirko um, and Trevor Smith. So both both wins last year, September and then December, right? Uh, the last being a, a vicious knockout. Um, so, yeah, outside the um, UFC, there's um, a, a few TKOs, right? few TKOs, which is, uh, yeah, you know, he, he can bring that violence. But... He's going up against the Trailblazer, who is a 19 and 5 on a free fight win streak. Um, and, you know, we've seen him, yeah, gut it out, right? So the Darren Stewart fight, that got tough, right? It was a split decision, but I did think that Holland had done enough in those first two rounds. Um, Oh, there was that huge knockout of Joaquin Buckley, right, in that fight. You know, we've seen Holland, yeah, just handle his business. And I think I'm going to go with Holland for this one, too. You know, I think Holland has got a lot of skill. You know, and we've definitely seen him evolve as well. So, uh, yeah. We'll take Holland, Holland for the win, people. Okay, so that takes us to our co-main event. And goddamn, this is a great fight. It's a featherweight clash. And we have got the unbeaten Bryce Mitchell against Andre 
feely. Oh, this is fun. Right, so Fug Nasty four fight win streak. Okay. Um which were you know, well, he came to the UFC via the Ultimate Fighter. Um, you know, he lost to Brad Katona in the semi-finals, but you know, come the final, he beat Tyler Diamond, then Bobby Moffitt, then Matt Siles with a twister, right? Then he went up against Charles Rosa, who, I mean, that fight was just straight domination. Straight domination. And he nearly got the twister on a multiple occasions, but there was no point in that fight where you thought, oh, Mitchell is in trouble. You know what I mean? It was just, oh, it was golly. Um, you know what I mean? He's just a, man, he's just a jujitsu phenom. He's a whiz. He's very good. But he is going up against Andre Touchy Feely, who's 21 and 7. So he won his last fight, right? Which was um, a split decision over Charles Jordan. You know, he lost to Sadiq Yusuf, which was a close fight. You know, so both both were this year. Um, but yeah, he's he you know he's fought a lot of high level dudes, and he's got some good wins. Right, he's got TKOs. Hearing. You know um, has he got submissions? Uh, like way back in the day, but he's alpha male, right? So you know, and we've seen him escape from submissions, right? But I think, man, I think Bryce Mitchell might be the the, the toughest. You know what I mean? The toughest dude that he's faced, you know, on the ground, I think, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that, yeah, I think it's going to be Fugmasty's day, right? He's going to be in his new camo shorts and he is going to be pretty psyched. So, yeah, I'm going to say that um, Bryce Bryce gets to win. And that leads us to our main event, people. It's a middleweight clash. we got Uriah Hall against Anderson Silva in his last fight in the UFC. So, yeah. Now, I do believe he's calling it quits and he's just not leaving the UFC to go have a few more somewhere else. But yeah, I think this is it. I think Anderson Silva is calling it a day. And whew, so this 
this could make this a very interesting situation. So prime time, he is 15 and 9 and coming off a couple of wins, right? And uh, this is the thing, right? I think we've seen great things out of Uriah Hall, you know? And on The Ultimate Fighter, he was looking sensational. And everyone thought he was going to win the final. But then we kind of realised, you know, who fucking... uh, Oh, shit. Kevin Gastelum. You know, Kelvin Gastelum. We realised who he was. You know, because it was just a bit like, oh, fuck. Gastelum wins. You know, Gastelum was the youngest, the shortest... So, yeah, that was a surprise, but now everyone realises, oh, shit, yeah, Gastelum, you know, but, yeah, we've seen Hall, you know, he's done some real good things, right, he's got, he's pulled off some big wins, but we've also seen him lose, right, there's a point he's on a free fight losing streak. You know, things weren't going too well. But I think this was the thing. We saw him lose focus, right? Lose focus in fights. Because he was doing well against Paulo Costa in that first round. I think he even won that first round. But then it all just fell apart in the second. But... Ever since he moved to full this MA, we have seen a different hall. You know, a, a hall that's a more secure in himself and his abilities. And so, um, you know, he got a big stoppage over Bevin Lewis and uh, a really good win over, you know, Chew Face. Because, uh, man, it looked. It looked real messy for him at the beginning of that fight. But he came back and he won well. You know, he, he's had a bit of a tough time of late. You know, he's meant to fight Jack Array. But that fight just, yeah, got cancelled. Jack Array, COVID. Same with Yo Romero, that fight. So it was like, is he ever going to get the big fight? You know, the big fight that can elevate him to that next level. And, hey, this is it. He's got that fight. And fighting someone who um, he was definitely held up against at the beginning, right? Everyone thought he, Uriah Hall, was going to be the next Anderson Silva. And maybe this is when... He steps into those shoes. Right? So, the spider. Whoo! I mean, what can you say? Right? He's 34, 10, and won no contest. So, I mean, he's coming off a couple of wins. But technically, it'll be more. Right, technically, his last win was Stefan Bonner at UFC 253. You know, that was the fight before the Chris Wildman loss. 
But see, this is the thing. There's, he, they gave him the win over Derek Brunson, and yeah, he didn't win that fight. Didn't win that fight. And we've seen, I think, ever since that loss to Chris Weidman, we have definitely seen a different Anderson Silva. And, like, I don't know. It's a tough one, right? Because up until the Weidman fights, he had been looking sensational, you know? But, yeah, then it all seemed to... Go around now. I think the last time we saw Silver, you know, really fight well was, you know, the fight night against Michael Bisping, where you know, in in the footage they always show that that jump knee he got on Bisping, right? They always show that because he hits the knee, walks off. You know what I mean? He he got cocky, walked off, and then Bisbin came back and whooped him. Right? So, uh, but that was the last time we saw Silver really just go for it. You know, since then, we've seen a different Silver, right? He's, you know, because I think the speed has gone. And so we see him, instead of all the bobbing, the weaving, the matrix shit, we've seen him fight different fights. We've seen him be a bit more stationary, you know, not throw as much, not throw with the same dynamism, dynamism, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, it's just a different type of silver. And... Look, that possibly will win you some fights, but when you're at the highest level, it becomes a different thing, you know? So you can definitely understand why Silver is hanging it up. I think he's 45. Right, so the fact that he slowed down, you know? I mean, that's completely understandable, right? I, like, how many other 45-year-olds... Uh, or in the UFC fighting at this level. So, hey, hats off to Silver. You know, he's done a lot. Done a lot. He was very good back in the day. But I think this is a changing of the guard. And with the new focus that we have seen out of Hall, I think that's going to get him the win here. You know? I think he's going to, um, yeah, I think he could get the stoppage, you know? I think he could get the stoppage as long as he, you know what I mean, he doesn't go in there with that idolism. You know, he he doesn't freeze and, you know, want to look at his idol, Right? If he comes in like he's fought the last two fights, Hall will probably get a stoppage in, boy, the second round. But, yeah, it all depends on what Hall we see. But, um, hey, it's going to be a fun fight, people. Definitely going to be a fun fight. Right? So, um, yeah, looking forward to this one, people.
Okay, people. So, as we draw, well, we end another episode. Let's look and see what is going down. Now, next week on the 7th of November, we were meant to be having Jack Shaw against um, Khalid Taha. Tahaha. Well, unfortunately, sure, he ran into some weird visa trouble. So he's now going to be fighting on the 27th. But, uh, Rainy Barcelos is stepping in to fight Taha. So, um, hey, you know, we still get the fights. And now we get an extra one on the 21st. Alright, so he has been calling for a fight for a, a little while. I, if anyone's been paying attention, whenever a welterweight fighter drops out, Brian Barberina has been, yo, know, he's been jumping in saying, I'll take that fight. I think he even threw his name into some middleweight clashes. He has now had everything being sorted and on the 14th of November, Barbarina is stepping in there with the dangerous Daniel Rodriguez, who is, he's turned the lights out in his last two fights. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a fun scrap. So then we jump to uh, UFC 256 on the 12th of December and we're gonna get Billy Quantarotillo against Gavin Tucker which hey that's gonna be a fun one and also Cyril Gann is fighting Junior Dasanyas so uh, hey that's gonna be a good fight and will also give us you know a valuable look at uh you know gun and how he could progress in the division and then people we uh jump forward to the 27th of february so dominic reyes he's getting back in there to um restake a claim he's gonna be fighting Yuri Prokosa and that's gonna be an interesting one you know Prokosa had a you know great debut and um, I think this will also you know give us a lot of information on the former risen champion so hey plenty to look forward to people so uh, yeah that's us and we will be back on Friday to look at all the news in the world of MMA. Alright people, so bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay we are gonna bounce.